Hello everybody, welcome to Two Random Nerds Talk About the Star Wars Shows. My name is Connor, and I'm here today with my co-host friend. His name is... Harry, hello, hello, hello. That's not his last name. Um, that's just him. Uh, hello. <laughs> that's <laughs> just me. <laughs> that's just him. Uh, we're talking, yeah, the Star Wars shows, as you would have heard before the little, um, little, little intro music. Um, yep. And... There's a lot of Star Wars shows, actually. No, we're not going to go. Okay, we're not going back. Bef- we're not going back before uh, the 2003 Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, and there'll be some that we haven't seen that we won't talk about. Um, Should we say the ones we haven't seen just at top? Just well, we can do. We can do. So, well, first one here: uh, Star Wars Resistance. Neither of us have seen that. Nope. Uh, neither of us have seen season two of Visions, and Harry's only seen half of it. Um, Harry's Harry has seen half of uh, Young Jedi Adventures. I don't know if that's half. I don't know how many episodes there actually are. I've seen four episodes, and I will say the colours really, really, really nice, pretty colours. I've I've seen none of, none Sen- of that show. Sen- sensory wise, really, really good. Um, uh, there was I think was there something else, or is that it? Um, There's also Forces of Destiny on this list, uh, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen. Haven't heard of it. I've seen some of the, it's like the little like events of Star Wars but in like clips I think. Yeah, and I mean I think that's what that is. Any and yeah, and then also sure. anything like content anything pre 2003 OG Clone Wars we're not talking about cuz we probably haven't seen. So um Yeah, so basically like the, the, the classic Star Wars show the TV specials and stuff like that like we yeah. haven't seen Caravan of Courage, Droids, um Battle for Endor or whatever it's called, those things. We haven't seen those classic Star Wars things cuz we were born in the 90s. Yes. So everything we'll talk about is uh, prequels onwards. I know there are also, there's also some Lego shows, but they're not on this list, so I'm not going to talk about them. No. Like the Lego Freemaker Adventures. <laughs> Very nice. I think the only Lego I I've watched... seen is... Uh, what, was the, what was the Disney Plus Lego special that like Ray travels the, through? The Lego Star Wars Holiday special. It might have been that, yeah. Yeah, there was that where look, they're going, they're going through, they're traveling through time. Yeah, like going. Through and there's a moment. Moments. I think there's a moment where there's like a bunch of Obi Wans. Yes, that's the, that's the only one I've seen. Anyway, so yeah, we haven't. We're not going to talk about those ones that we've mentioned now, um, and we will mention Visions when it comes up. I'll talk about the first series, but we're going to rank them as we do, uh, as we have been doing. I've actually got a ranking here that's got our, the Star Wars films on it already as well. Nice. Um, so our ranking system from bottom to top is worst movie slash show ever, forgettable, just a movie slash show, this is pretty good actually, unmissable, and best movie slash show ever. Da, 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 da. Uh, it's fairly straightforward. Um, currently we have, because the films are on this list, uh, in worst movie slash show, mo- worst is um, The Rise of Skywalker, forgettable is The Clone Wars movie, just a movie is Solo, this is pretty good actually, is episode one and episode seven. Excuse me. Unmissable is episode two, episode uh, six, episode eight, and Rogue One, and best movies are episode four, five, and three. Nice. 
So from there, we're gonna we're gonna rush back to Cartoon Network um, with the Gendy Taratowski Star Wars Clone Wars. It's a Saturday morning. You're you're eating your fish finger sandwich <laughs> that I used to do on a Saturday morning. <laughs> And you, really? you, yeah, no, genuinely, yeah. My dad used to make fish finger sandwiches every Saturday morning. It was, it was. I don't was, even remember when those. I don't even remember when those were shown. Well, <laughs> um, I well, for the sake of but, my story, Saturday morning. I do remember them being shown in like five minute increments. Well, yeah. Well, fun fun fact about about this is I didn't watch this until I started. Uh, well, till I met Connor, we were living together, and Connor had. We the watched the first part. DVD. We watched the first part. Yeah. I still need to see the second um, part, I think, but um I don't remember the second part much, but I do remember the first part like very well. Um so the first series the vol- volume one was released, uh, well, there was twenty episodes, they were three minutes long each. Nice. Um volume two had five twelve minute episodes. Right. So obviously most of this I think all of this is like non canon now, but it yeah. sort of like connects some dots leading up to episode three. Uh, it's the introduction of uh, Sarge Ventress and General Grievous. Nice. Um, two characters that have become mainstays in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Uh, and it has Anakin doing some stuff. Everyone gets to, to do some stuff. The clones are doing some stuff. There's some good episodes in this with the clones. Uh, Mace Windu's doing some stuff, beating up some super battle droids with his fists. That was good. That's a really good episode, actually. <laughs> um and it's very, if you have, like me, I've only seen the first few, but if you've seen Samurai Jack, it definitely has that kind of feeling to it. There, where yeah, There yeah. is a lot of silence, like, in moments where it is just, you're, it's, what's happening on screen is what's telling the story. Like, I was going to say, I think it? that's, it's very, it's a very um, interesting method of storytelling for children. Because, like, children are usually visual, like, they, you know children enjoy things visually more than like if the people keep throwing words at them yeah i was gonna say is there any dialogue in the show yeah no yeah definitely yeah there's definitely dialogue in the show but there's like there's episodes there's like whole episodes where there's none yeah i think my favorite episode was from what i remember is the skywalker ventress um yeah so that's a good moment because it's like it has it has like the rain on the lightsabers yeah um it has Anakin using Asajj Ventress's lightsaber to defeat her. Yeah, really, like, really lovely animation in that one. There's some very like dark moments in it and stuff. Really intense, yeah. Um, one of my favorite episodes is the clones when they're like they're going, they're attacking a city, and it's like, I think there's a bit of dialogue at the beginning, maybe, and then like the rest of it is just the clones silently going through the city and messing shit up. Nice. Um, doing their mission, and it's that's one of my favorite episodes. But yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun show. Um, I need. I do want to rewatch it again at some point, like just because I want to see the second part. Because I've seen the first volume so many times because I had that on DVD for years. Yeah. But I I hadn't bought the second volume until I was much older, and then I just never watched it. But um, the end of after the end of it was obviously what introduces um General Grievous, and General Grievous kills a bunch of Jedi. Yeah. Um. It. It's like they've got like. One of the Jedi looks like Shaggy. Zoinks! <laughs> and his name's actually Shaggy. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and yeah, there's that episode has Ki-Adi Mundi, Shakti, and um, Ayla Secura. 
but like yeah general grievous is introduced as like the crazy thing he is and then series i remember the well technically that's volume well season two it says here but that's volume one as the collection uh yeah. volume in volume two or series three um we is when we see palpatine getting kidnapped oh and do it, you really it, yeah and anakin and obi-wan are off somewhere else doing something um and while they're doing that, they find out about um, Palpatine being kidnapped, and then they head back to Coruscant. Shit. And that's the intro to episode three. Oh, I like that. All right. I will have to give it. I will have to give it a watch. I think. Yeah. It, it's. It, I think it's all on Disney Plus now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is um, actually. And that's good. It ran from November 2003 to March 2005. Obviously, in in the lead up to Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, and obviously that set the tone set and well, it, it introduced like some part of a of the universe that we didn't know anything about, which is the Clone Wars, obviously. And then we obviously we eventually get the uh, what we'll talk about next is which is the proper Clone Wars. So where would you animated show this? Because um... I'm going to go with your suggestion for this. Cause I think I've only seen it once with you and I really enjoyed it. But I think you yeah. have more. Um, I would. Uh, probably put it in just a show purely because I haven't seen it at all because I don't for a while I have seen it all but for a long time I haven't uh, and it it's it's fine I think it's 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 really good for what it is like and I like I like um Gendy Taratovsky anyway yeah if it is actually Taratovsky if I'm not saying it wrong Tartakovsky sorry <laughs> uh, I really like his like, art style and the way he does stuff and it's he's got a signature style there's actually I think I've told you about this before but there was like a there was something that he had storyboarded that's it the sequence in Iron Man 2 where um, Iron Man and um, War Machine take out all the drones oh, in the yeah. dome yeah, that yeah. was storyboarded by uh, Gendy Tartakovsky oh sick and I think you can kind of tell <laughs> yeah uh, he's got really. He's a really good like, um, well, animation director, I guess. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'd put it in uh, just a just a show. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, but next up we have uh, Star Wars Clone Wars again, but this time it's not called Star Wars Clone Wars. It's called Star Wars The Clone Wars from 2008. Fuck yeah! Seven um, seasons. Seven seasons. Not every season is great. <laughs> no, I'd say season seven's amazing. I'd say. Uh, I'd say season seven is has got the four best episodes. Yeah, but it also the first. I think the first few, like the first, was it? It was twelve episodes, wasn't it? So the first eight, they're okay. They're not bad, but they're okay. Yeah. You know, they're okay. Like because that's the, the they introduced the bad batch. Yep. That bad batch of um, one does give some good Anakin moments as well. Yeah, no, it does. Um, and then you get Ahsoka um, live with her friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, the first season's like kind of slow. Yeah, I agree. But it has that. got some really good stuff. Um, I'm not gonna go. We're not gonna go season by season. I would have liked to have done it season by season, but I haven't watched it, it like properly in a while. Yeah, neither have I. I. I feel like I can safely say like season five is probably one of the best ones. Season That's definitely five. the one where Darth Maul gets a lot of play. 
Yes, actually. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Because it has the Ahsoka stuff at the end of the series, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I think season five... Yeah, season five is what ends with Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. Um, season six obviously introduces the whole... There's a, a clone randomly kills a Jedi. And then um, it has fives finding out about the the um, Order 66 stuff. Yep. But he uh, obviously is then killed. Sad. Before he can before he can tell anybody what happened. Sad times. Uh, and there's some other. There's a uh, Yoda has his little arc in um, season six. That was alright. Yeah, I was fine. I didn't mind that. I didn't. I quite liked that. You what, get Mark series... Hamill as the voice of Darth Bane. Is series two and f- two, three, and four that I'm struggling to remember things of. Yeah, me too. Uh, two is sub actually has a subtitle which is Rise of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, because that's all the stuff with Cad Bane. Yeah, you've got the uh, the Zillow Beast. You've got mm. Boba Fett hanging yep. around. You do. Yeah, and he shows up in an episode. Oh, you got the zombies, the zombie Geonosians. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, season three, Arc Troopers is in season three. So that's when you get to see the clone cadets again. You know, from the um, rookies episode. Yep. Um, I think you get some. Yeah, you definitely you get the Night Sisters in series three. Nice. The you get the Mortis arc in season three, which obviously is coming into play a bit more now in Star Wars again. It is a little bit. Um, you have uh, I think there's the Citadel rescue stuff, which is um, ha- in- which brings in uh, what's his name, Tarkin. Oh shit! Yeah. And when Ahsoka goes missing. On um, Felucia. Yes. Um, and then season four. Um, season four has the guy, the Jedi that um, looks like Dexter Jetster, who doesn't like clones. Yep, 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 yep. Um, and some other things. There's a lot of stuff in Clone Wars, and um, but for the most part, it's 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 a they're a very good show. Oh yeah, it's extremely solid. It has it, it it has its more like oh this is a kids series moments, mm. but then it also has its um this is some of the best Star Wars content ever <laughs> moments. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, which I think most probably puts it towards the top, but mo- probably unmissable. I'm not. I was gonna. See, say I don't I'm... know. Cause I love it. Like I love Clone Wars, but there are some moments where I'm when you especially during season one where you're just sort of like. Can we just can we just get through this? <laughs> there are compared to Rebels for me, there are some episodes not not a slog but but are a bit longer to get through. Um, yeah. Compared to when I watched Rebels, it only got better and better as it went on. Um, I'd say I'd say towards the top of unmissable personally. Um, I'll just put it in unmissable because I haven't really ordered it ordered it on this one, so it doesn't really matter. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so yeah, Unmissable's fine for that for Clone Wars. Um, I think my favorite mo, <laughs> my favorite part of Clone Wars is probably the last four episodes. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I love the Mortis arc as well. Yep. Um, and there's probably something else I really love, but I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but that then does bring us on to Star Wars Rebels, which was obviously the follow-up bunch of different characters uh the first season of rebels is very different to what it becomes yes 
I'd like, say the... season two onwards is where it's the strongest. Yeah, season like, as soon as well, season two obviously brings in Ahsoka, right? Yes, it does. She's like, seen in like the she last appear in the end of season of the one. She's in like the last like couple of moments. Um, there's Vader obviously in the in some of it. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, end of series two, and start uh, of series two. Yeah, end of yeah, yeah, and the start. I think. Yeah, there's also a moment with him in in season one. If you watch like the special full ep- the full like thing, there was like a little moment with him, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, you obviously got the Inquisitors introduced in this to give you like a a bad bad guy enemy. <laughs> yeah, pretty. You get much. Darth Maul again. Some great stuff with Darth Maul as well. Uh, obviously, um, season two is probably some of my got some of my favorite stuff in it. Yeah, I think not just, overall, yeah. but like some because it's got like um, Ezra well, with the Maul stuff specifically, like Ezra leaning towards the dark side a bit. Yeah, um, which you see come back in the next series in season three, don't you? Because that's the one where um, Maul goes to. Is there three or uh, sorry? Is there four or five seasons of Rebels? Four, four. Okay. Um, I also just there's also there was an I don't remember where where it was, but there's an episode where they come across some clones who are still like sort of fighting the Clone Wars. Uh, clones, sorry, droids. They come across some droids. This is after Rex and that have come back into it, and like it's a. I thought that was a really good episode. Well, they yeah. Oh shit! What are they doing as well? Because they have to kind of do that like um. They have to like they they like act out what is essentially the final battle of the Clone Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying like, to not act cause... out like the, the clones are actively like we're gonna because you, you're a clone. The, the droids are like you're a Jedi and you you there are two Jedi and, and and a clone here, and there are just a bunch of us droids. Like this is the final battle of the Clone Wars, and it's like it was like a I like that episode a lot. Because there's a moment where Ezra's like they're just droids, and then Rex is like yeah, well a bunch of those droids killed my friends, so. I think for me it was just it. Considering I wasn't too fond of it at first, by the end of it, I fucking like, I fo- I just loved it. I loved it so much. Um, was that Rebels in general? Yeah, just like as a show. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, that that's exactly how I think a lot of people who actually watch the show feel. At the beginning, you're like, oh, this is just like a this this feels like a Disney kids show. Yeah, especially the first like, half of that first season, you really do think, oh no, this is. This is this is for kids. This one. There are so many kids moments like happening. Like a, a common joke that's made is that the episode where um, I think it is the episode where um, Ezra and Zeb are trying to get that Meluron, like you know the melon thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, is happening at the same time as um fucking Cassian Andor is uh doing something in the Andor <laughs> series, <laughs> and it's like yeah, no different tones completely, but there is so much good stuff in Rebels. So what would you what what would you feel? And like Tom Baker's in be? it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, it's great. He plays that big. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> I can't um, remember the name of the thing he plays. Um, there's so much good stuff in Rebels, uh, and then Thrawn. Let's not forget Thrawn. Like Thrawn's great. Love Thrawn. I'd so say good. this is the best show ever. I think. Yeah, I feel I feel weird about putting it above Clone Wars, but like it I is so feel, good. Yeah, I almost feel bad 
for putting it above Clone Wars, but at the same time... I, I don't know if I'd say best show ever. I think I'd still say Unmissable. Oh, we can do Unmissable. I'm happy for Unmissable. Um, I think that's what I would say. Yeah. Let's put it in there. Let's put it in there. Okay. Well, then that brings us to... Uh... To, I think it was just sorry. It's a very good story of like how it is. It is a good like evolution as well from how it does start like a kids show and it becomes so much more serious. But it still does maintain that sort of uh, kids feel to it either way. Yeah. Um. But like how we just like all we come to love all of these characters and it's like we have Kanan's you know moments without spoiling too much for people who may not have watched it all. Yeah. There's some really. There are some moments that really do. Um give you goosebumps or leave you shocked and i think for for what starts off as a kid's show by the time you get to those points it's it's really well done yeah. and it's really strong and I, think, and I think for anybody who's actually watched rebels like all the way through they know that like oh yeah it's a journey like yeah from start to finish like it's it's intense as an overall show um, that brings us to the very first ever uh, i say is it the technically the first ever live action star wars show mandalorian yeah, I'd say it was. Was there no man? Was was none of the classic ones live action? I don't know. Mandalorian. Um, this is one of the reasons why I would have liked to have done things uh, season season by season if we had been able to, because each season of the Mandalorian is very different. <laughs> yeah, I think if it was season <laughs> by season, I think that you know, Mando would be Mando season one and possibly season two would be a lot higher. But because we're doing it as a whole it might not necessarily get the highest score that you might think. And we will obviously briefly explain I, why. I think season one it, uh, handles the sort of week-to-week adventure like really well. Yeah. like ever, As in like Monster of the Week sort of thing. Not quite that, but you know what I mean? Like, I mean, apart from like, I love the first episode, like, you know, the the, uh, the cliffhanger it ends on with, um, with the baby Yoda. Yeah. With Grogu. Uh, like, that's like, oh shit, this is a really interesting, like, cliffhanger and then the next episode is obviously him killing the big beast and then it's to his Mandalorian friends and then which also does that introduce Gideon as the this Gideon no Gideon doesn't come in then yet does he he's not there he's, yet he's like in the last episode of this series I think yeah I'll say he doesn't come in until the seventh I think seventh episode yeah um and then you got the weird episode on Tatooine which was just like fan service the episode pretty much yeah um Still Which fun, wasn't though. great, but it's still like oh, this is it, fun. It brought um, Fennec Shand in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, obviously, that was also what teased Boba Fett. Well, that's the thing. I think. I think that's. I think, like you said, I think series one handles the kind of week to week adventure and these kind of characters setting up these characters and getting to know them really, really well. And I think season two, I liked the story of season two, and I think. There was good fan service in there. You could have the argument it had a bit too much fan service, but I think yeah, I still that's think, my argument for season two. I think season two is still strong. Like you got the episode where um, I think it's the penultimate episode of series two, where uh, Mando and Bill Burr have to uh, infiltrate the base and you have to take the Mando's helmet off, and that's like a great that might episode. be it's super tense. That might be one of the best episodes of the series. Yeah. And I, think, I also I think, really love the opening, the first episode of series two. You know, with the um, with the crate dragon. Yes, but and I think I think it handles all those stuff really well. But um, but series three had, and I want to put this up top. Series three had a lot of potential, right? 
But I think, mm-hmm. I think, for, and me and Connor spoke about this, and I'll come back to it with Ahsoka. I think Filoni stepping away as much as he did made the series ultimately suffer because I think series it, three it's is also, very weak. It's also not. I wouldn't say it's just that. That's a part of it for sure. Yeah. But I think one of the biggest elements is that they, they, the end of series two is oh we've let the baby Yoda go. Yeah. He's done his quest. He's got Baby Yoda to Luke Skywalker. Um, yeah. And then he just gets Grogu back in Book of Boba Fett. And then Series 3 is just like, oh yeah, he's back. But then throughout all of Series 3, Grogu literally doesn't need to be there. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, there's a whole episode with the, um, the one with Jack Black and Lizzo. Yes. <laughs> where they're just like... You could just leave the child here, and they're like, okay, sure. But also, like, I know a few people that didn't watch Book of Boba Fett because they watched the trailer, didn't really seem into it, and they were like, nah, I'm just going to kind of stick with Mando. And they got to Mando Series 3, and they were like, why, the f- f- what? why is Grogu back? They should have kept Grogu away for a bit, for longer. I think Mando could have still... I liked... The thing is, that episode of Book of Boba Fett that had Mando in it could have been a... Uh, could have been a... um just an episode of the Mandalorian. Yeah. And he didn't really need to be in Book of Boba Fett. No. And we'll talk more about Book of Boba Fett in a bit, because I know we both feel very differently about that, I think. Yeah. Um, Not very differently. I think we're probably closer than we think. But with the Mandalorian, it's it's got... I, I, I prefer season one to season two. I don't think season two is bad. I enjoy the fan service. I just think there was a bit too much. Yeah, um, I can see that. I think I I, I enjoy the setup and stuff like that to like what's sort of going to potentially happen, and I think there are some standout episodes in there. Um, and then season three just feels like it dropped the ball massively. Yeah, I think for me, I enjoyed uh, season two a little bit more because I was more, obviously I was more comfortable with the characters, and I kind of enjoyed the general kind of journey it went on. But um, I still really enjoyed season one. But series three massively let me down. But like it got to a point where I was like, "Oh, I need to, I need to watch this week's episode of Mandalorian." And then I realised that I had not watched the previous four episodes, so I had to watch like five in a row because I just just didn't like it. Um, yeah, I think I think series three was was quite poor. Um, so how does that how does that affect our overall ranking of the show? Because season one and two we still quite enjoyed. I would probably end up still putting it in the, this is pretty good actually yeah I think if season 3 was good it would have been unmissable but I think series 3 mm-hmm. lets it down to a point where it does end up going into this is pretty good actually yeah I'm not, and it's not I don't mind like Bo-Katan getting more attention and stuff like that in series season 3 my problems with season 3 stem from the fact that like yeah Grogu didn't need to be there and it just feels like it was filmed in a box my well, my thing of season three isn't isn't even that. My thing of season three is what's the point of it? Season one and two, you have this journey, you know where it's going. And season three, it's all about you know the premise. And when we were getting all the trades and stuff, was oh, it's all about retaking Mandalore. And then it just doesn't. No, do it's it. about it the re- it's, it's about retaking Mandalore, and then don't they just where don't where do, what, hap- what even happens in the end? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but that's my point. Like what I couldn't tell you what happened in that series. I know that it it sort of resets the status quo because now it is just Mando and Grogu are like we're going to work for hire, yeah. Um, like we're going to because he goes to Carson Tava, 
um, which is the pilot guy, the rebel pilot who shows up throughout it. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna, we if you need help from us, you know, we'll help. You know, we'll be, we'll do stuff. We'll be there. And they're like, cool. Um, and then there's also the um, what happens with the Mandalorians? I don't even remember where they end up. I think they stay on Mandalore. Do they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think Bo-Katan becomes their like leader. I know she becomes their leader because they like lead the battle, Mandalorian season three. But it does feel like yeah, it has sort of reset the status quo. So if it comes back for a season four, which it likely will, um, stuff will happen. <laughs> and it had the stupid Gideon like with his like just showing up again. Didn't it have that one episode as well that was like trying to be like Andor? Yeah. And it's like, we're on... We're on t- Coruscant. Look, it's Coruscant. And it's like... This is this is crap. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, what episode it... even is that? What episode? Like okay, episode four episode, or five? Episode three. No, it's episode three. Oh, okay. fucking hell. Because the, ran- the episode randomly starts with, like, um, Bo-, Bo and um, Mando doing stuff and then it ends with Bo and Mando and then in between is just all this stuff happening on Coruscant which is like no some of it's interesting there are some stuff said in there that's sort of interesting but it's like none of it none of it none of it matters yeah pretty much <laughs> there's the random pretty pirates <laughs> yeah um I'm looking forward to find out what actually happens at the end now uh after the battle the Mandalorians restart the Great Forge and Jaren formally adop- adopts Grogu <laughs> And then he leaves. So we oh my just... god, yeah, he does, doesn't he? He does adopt Grogu. Yeah, and he just leaves. <laughs> Jesus. And he's like, okay, so we don't actually know what's happened. They've got Mandalore, they've got Mandalore back now, but Mandalore is like, there's like six of them. <laughs> and the planet's in ruins. Oh, cool. Fucking hell. It's so bad. Yeah, it's not good at all, is it? Oh god! And there's also more mention of Thrawn. <laughs> we meet Hux's dad or something like that, <laughs> or his granddad. Oh my god, we do! <laughs> I think it might be his dad. Yeah, I think it's his dad, played by his brother. I think played by yeah. Don Don Gleason's brother. And <laughs> it's just it's so bad. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm not not a fan of that season of Mando at all. Don't think anyone is, mate. <laughs> oh my god. Some people like it. Yeah. yeah, this is pretty. This this is pretty good actually. I and I think at this point, at a stretch, <laughs> this is pretty good actually. Season yeah. three really lets it down. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um, all right, Moving next on. up, I don't know if this is even in order anymore. But next up, I have Star Wars Visions, which I have seen all of the first season of. Um, I will let you talk about this a bit more because I've only seen a few. Um, the few I saw, I really enjoyed. I thought I think the premise I... of the series as a whole is good. Yeah, I like most of the episodes of the first series. Um, I have ones that I prefer more than others. Yeah. I'm going to bring them up now. I really like the first episode, The Jewel, which is the one with the Ronin. Yep. I thought Tatooine Rhapsody is fine. It's not one I love, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, not bad. Uh, the Twins? Oh, actually, I, I loved The Twins. That felt so anime. Yeah, I enjoyed the that, twins. I've seen the twins. I really like that one. That's a really good episode. The Village Bride I loved. For, I remember that. I remember when I, after watching that episode, I said, this weirdly feels like a Pokemon movie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, like, it feels like the beginning of a Pokemon movie, like before they bring Ash in. Obviously, you know, Ash is the main character of the Pokemon anime, or used to be. 
Yeah. They retired. They've retired him now. Bye. <laughs> it was very sad, alright? People got really emotional with the last episode of the Pokemon anime. <laughs> to be fair, I saw the clip. Yeah, it did it was quite it was quite emotional. Um I saw a clip of them them showing the trailer at one of the Comic Cons, um, and it was uh, the, it was um, the voice actress for Ash watching the trailer. That's that sad. was very emotional. That's quite sad. Uh, but the Village Bride, I loved that episode. The Ninth Jedi was a really good episode. You said you only watched the first four, so you wouldn't have seen the Ninth Jedi. No. But that's a really good episode. Um, Toby was actually the episode I least liked, which is about like a droid that has the Force. Okay. And it's like, okay, this isn't a good episode. Kyle Chandler's in that episode. Oh. I really like... I think I really like this The Elder. Oh, then The Elder was is okay. If it's the episode I'm thinking of. I liked The Elder. And I liked Loponocho. That was a good episode. Um, And I didn't really care for the last episode. Because I probably was just bored when I was watching it. Uh, I don't know if that was necessarily the episode's fault or just me. I don't really remember it that well. But the, I like more than I don't like of the first season. And okay. I like anime, so like that's part of it as well. Yeah. So I definitely saw a lot of um, influences from like the anime sort of stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I would say it's. I think I put it in. This is pretty good, actually, as a whole. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, I haven't seen the second series yet, and I know that obviously that's different animation studios. So I'm only judging it based on the first series, and I really like. Like the anime inspirations. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'll say that for that. My ear keeps popping. I don't know how or why. Lovely. Ah, oh, it's really annoying. Uh, anyway, next we're on to back to animation. Well, still we're still on animation. Sorry. Uh, with the bad batch. Okay. Um. I don't really know how I feel about this one. Because I think I think. The premise is interesting. I think it has some standout or some really good episodes. I enjoyed series two more than series one, I think. But at the same time, I don't really care for it that much. When it's do- when it's doing its like actual story progression stuff, like it's pl- the actual plot stuff, it's really interesting. Yeah. But when it's like, I think the end of series one is really good. With the Camino stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I think that's really good stuff at the end of that series. Um, yeah, I enjoyed then it's, that. When it's doing its like episode of the week stuff, it's only two seasons, isn't it, so far? Yeah. yeah season first season is last, the one. last one. Yeah. yeah, which I think is a good thing that they're going to wrap the story up. Yeah. But yeah, I really, I much prefer the. I don't know, actually. I think I preferred the first season to the second season. But I sort of like some of the stuff that the second season's setting up and how, like, I like how it's, like, you know, the, the replacement of the clones, how that's a big part of the story. Yeah, seeing Cody again. Um, yeah, and seeing how, like, the clones are sort of... Um, well, it's like, they were they were just... They, they, they're not bad, inherently, the clones. They were just doing what, you know, what was in their heads. Mm. But, like, then you see them sort of afterwards being like shunned and all that sort of stuff and i think that's really interesting it's definitely it's definitely got interesting moments and some standout moments i just think as a whole as a show it could be a lot stronger because like you said the story elements that the story progression stuff 
the finale of series one and the finale of series two I really enjoy and I think works really well. But then you get some like like just some basic story of the week um stuff and I'm a bit like why did I watch that? That was the point. I just didn't really see the point of it. Um Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not I'm really not sure where to put this one. I I think it I think for me it would still just be pretty, this is pretty good actually. I wouldn't I wouldn't call this unmissable for me. Um but I'm open to suggestions. Yeah, I'm Because it's not it's not bad. That's not the thing. It's just yeah, no, it's not it's always interesting. Yeah, I'm so I'm wondering is it is it better than this is just a show? Like I think I don't really have much too much to say about it is the problem. That's the I think that I think that's the thing as well. Like when there are good episodes, there were very good episodes, but like for the most part, yeah, it is just not great. Yeah. Um so And it's not well I say not great, it's just it's a bit it can be boring. Some of it could feel when I was watching it, some of it did feel a bit more like a like a bit of a slog to watch. Yeah. So um, I think yeah, probably most likely I think just a show probably works. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not be too I don't know. I don't know. Um anyway, well, let's move on anyway. Let's go to uh Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go first. I like a lot of this. I don't think it's great. Um, I really, I did really enjoy it when I was watching it week to week. Yeah. Um, and I do think I, I really like the episode that is um, just a Mandalorian episode in the middle of it. It's one of the better Mandalorian episodes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I... it's not one of the better Mandalorian episodes, but it is a good episode. That one. Um, I like. We get to see Cobb Vanth, <laughs> Cad Bane. Yeah. Um, I liked it more. I think. There was a video I watched which was like talking about it. How like I can't remember the what it was, but like I think the video was talking about it in order, like how if you what if you were to watch the events happen in order. Obviously, we're not told the events in order. Yeah. Um, and I think there were parts of it. I think Boba Fett was used so well in um season two. Yes, he was. Of yeah. Mandalorian. I, agree I think with that. he was very effectively used there. I like so I, his thing. I like. I think I remember liking it. <laughs> I I didn't really gel with it. I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it. I love Boba Fett as a character. Uh, I found I found it interesting how we saw a bit of what happened to him um, after the Sarlacc pit. It felt like a lot of it was just him in a back to tank having a flashback. And my favorite episode of the whole thing was the Mandalorian episode in which Boba Fett was not a part of it. I really like the finale. I did I didn't care for it. I enjoyed elements of it. I enjoyed again I enjoyed seeing Mando and Grogu reunite because that was a cute moment. I enjoyed seeing Boba Fett um ride a rancor. That was cool. I just I dunno I didn't I didn't overall enjoy the series as much as I wanted to. I found it it was a big disappointment for me. Um, because I think I was I was looking forward to it, and then I got to the end of it, and I was just like, I I just didn't didn't gel with it, which is a shame. I, I don't know why yeah. I didn't gel with it, but I can't sit here and be like, yeah, I loved it. 
because I just didn't. yeah. Well, I wasn't really certain what the idea behind it was supposed to be. Yeah, like I don't know what they were actually going for with it. Yeah, like you can. I mean, I know what they were doing with it. Obviously, I can tell. Like he's just taking over from Jabba and being like, "I'm gonna be a fucking warlord now, a gangster, not a warlord. Sorry, I'm gonna be a gang lord." Yeah, because I it's think. Like, oh, all right, okay. Whatever. <laughs> for me, this hit this hit the same level as Mando series three. For me, I just didn't. I just really didn't enjoy it. But I really yeah. wanted to. Like I really wanted to. But I just thought it was a bit crap. Unfortunately, my favorite bit is when Boba Fett goes like a panther. That was fun. <laughs> like a panther. Yeah, and I kept saying I keep saying it in work. But uh, yeah, it was yeah, a show. Good... It's a show I, I wanted to some... like, but yeah. It has it has stuff that's in there that's good, but for the most part, it is just kind of like yeah, it happened. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I guess I would put it in just a show, personally. I would put. I was gonna say that as well. Okay, I thought you would have said forgettable. Nah, because there were still little moments I still enjoyed, and I don't think it was that's... necessarily bad from from a show point of view. I think I just didn't gel yeah. with it. That's fair. Alright, next well next up is one we've actually um we'd actually spoken about on a previous thing, which I don't think yet is still in the recording, like in the final thing. But we it was one that I was worried that we would maybe not agree on. Mm. <laughs> but I think we I think our I think our um we align more than we think with this yeah. one, and that is the Obi Wan Kenobi uh limited series. Yes. Now look I was carry on. Has really good moments. It has some standout moments. I think. I think. Oh, look, I'm a Kenobi boy, right through and through. I love. I love me some Kenobi, I mean, right? Yeah, we all me do. Too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I think. I love the final battle between Vader and um, Kenobi. I love the battle yeah. between Vader and Raver. Um, I like the flashback stuff we got. Um, I think, as a show, it was disappointing. I did want more from it, um, but I still. Loved a lot of it, um, but I can un- I fully understand why people were so disappointed with it. Um, I don't even think it was that I was disappointed, and I can't even think of like any of my thoughts about it right now for some reason. <laughs> but like, it's it was a matter of one. It is an unnecessary sh- show. I I don't I feel like it didn't do with the story what. A lot of us would have expected it to do with the story. I like the premise. Yeah. That, oh, <laughs> Obi-Wan needs to go and rescue Leia. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fun. I think there was some dumb stuff in it, like Bail Organa actively just going, Obi-Wan, I haven't heard from you. Have you rescued Leia, who happens to be the daughter of Darth Vader? Well, if you haven't, I'm going to go to Tatooine to look after Luke Skywalker, also who's the son of Darth Vader as well. <laughs> Yeah, that was an interesting. That was quite an interesting choice for him to have made. To be fair, he didn't. He didn't say though in those words, but he did basically just like I'm gonna go Tatooine to look after the child. Yeah, he did. He did basically fully confirm it. And um, Reeve was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I liked. I liked kind of Obi Wan had had been cut off from the Force, and he was trying to kind of. He was uh, almost almost PTSD, like he was experiencing trauma and flashbacks and you know um was struggling with this connection to the force again and by the end he's kind of like the obi-wan that um 
we know and love. Oh, no. I, I, I loved that aspect of it. But yeah, it was a bit... And there were some scenes like where, where I was talking about, um, talking to Lara about her mum and dad or, um, again, yeah. the 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 fight between Vader and Obi-Wan at the end where he cuts off the mask and they have that chat. It's re- I do think it's really, really well done. But yeah, yeah. As, as a show... I think a lot of us were expecting more because because it had been so long and we were so hyped up for it. I think played a part, I had a part to play. It also suffers suffers from um, what I think every Star Wars show sort of suffers from now, mm. which is that it's filmed in a box. Yeah, the the volume <laughs> the volume stuff really it, does. It's doing more damage shows. now. It's doing so much more damage now. Like you can just tell when it's filmed in the volume. In series one of Mando, as a concept, especially it was re- con- I think it was yeah, I was saying it's re- it was really effectively used in Man- in the first series of Mando. Yeah, but now they've just but that's because I don't it wasn't the only thing that was used. I don't think I don't think everything was filmed in the in the volume. No, I think there was some on set like there was some actual like location stuff done as well. I might be wrong on that. I'm not hundred percent. But, but it, it, I think it's also why the next show, the last show we'll talk about, is probably one of the best ones because of the fact it doesn't use the volume. It, it, well, no, it, did, it definitely did. Well, I mean, not majorly. Like, as in, as in, like, on... I think it. I still think there's a lot. There's a lot more of the volume in there than you think. Like, do you think? I yeah. Okay, fair, fair. I I don't because I can't think like yeah. It's got. It has to be because everything always feels like it's like. What was it? There was a. It was an episode of something that I. I think it was an episode of this of um Ahsoka. Sorry. Mm. Where oh sorry, yeah, we got Ahsoka. Something else. Yeah, sorry. I was talking about Andor. Oh, um, I thought you were talking about Ahsoka. Sorry, sorry, no, that's my bad. Yeah, I forgot we had Ahsoka um, as well. I think it's Ahsoka or something. I was watching something. I can't remember what it was. It might have. I think it is Ahsoka that I'm thinking of. Or it might not. I can't even. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but there's a show I've watched at some point this year recently where it felt like everything was sort of just on a stage, like it was all filmed from one side sort of thing. Yeah, I, I think I know what you mean. That does feel a bit I, more like a soaker, I think. I But I don't even know what... I, I don't even think I know what I mean anymore. Uh, anyway, but yeah, like, the volume... Yeah, no. Yeah, I thought you, I thought you were talking about a soaker when you were being like... But the, there's no use of the volume. I was like, what are you on no, about? No, no, sorry, no, that was Andor. I keep forgetting that we had two left, or we only had one left. I was going to say, like, Ahsoka feels like it was exclusively filmed in the volume as well, but it just it wasn't as bad as what, like... Like, my least favourite part of it, of the obviousness of the volume in Obi-Wan, is that moment where he's being, like, chased by Vader, and he just, like, runs to another side of this, like, lump, and it just looks exactly the same. Yeah. No, and yeah. it's like, oh, fucking, there's no... This all looks so dull. But there are good moments in Obi-Wan in terms of actual, like, Star Wars moments. Yeah, there's some great moments, great performances. It's very um, emotional with yes. the Anakin and um, the Vader and Obi-Wan stuff. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, it's not that interesting. Where would you Where would you rank it? And there's also, sorry, there's also Obi-Wan hiding Leia under his jacket. Dumbass. Which looks so stupid. It's like, fuck's sake, why... Even the um, girl who played Leia said that was stupid at the Star Wars Celebration yeah. panel. Yeah, uh, I would say it's just a show, personally. I was going to say this is pretty good because it had some. It still had some pretty good moments. Um, that's where I would have put it. Uh, 
Um, I'm happy to put it towards the top of just a show. I, I don't mind putting it in. This is pretty good, actually. I'm not going to argue it. Okay. I just, yeah. I, I think one of those two, anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Back to animation for a second. We have Tales of the Jedi. Oh my god, we had that as well. Oh my god. I was three left. Apologies. Which is six episodes. It was alright. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed... It's, it's very interesting seeing like the Count Dooku stuff, I think. I um, think the Dooku stuff is so much more interesting than the Ahsoka stuff here. Yeah, the first two episodes of the Ahsoka stuff, I didn't particularly care for. It was the, It's the last episode of Ahsoka stuff that I enjoyed to see what happened to her after episode 3 before Rebels. I like the yeah the part I like about the second episode of the Ahsoka stuff is how it's like it's it's her training with like shooting the clones and then it's like that moment where she's in the room with the clones that are trying to kill her yeah 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 like and it's like oh you know putting her training to use and it's kind of fun to see that like transition mm. um the first episode was sort of like yeah this is just a thing <laughs> just some random thing that her species do yeah, I did enjoy. I did enjoy Tales of the Jedi. I don't think it's bad by any stretch, but it was. It also was just kind of thing that it came. I watched it. It went. It's not really left a, no. a lasting impact on me. Um, no, the Dooku stuff's really interesting though. I really did like that. Yeah, same. But even then, it's like I didn't. I think it's the second and third episodes of Dooku were much more interesting than the, than first, the first one. one. Yeah, I agree. Because the first one isn't it? It's is the first one, him with Qui Gon or him with Mace Windu. First one's him and Qui-Gon. Second one's him and Mace Windu. Oh, I think that's the one I prefer then. The one with him and Qui-Gon. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with and that. And then I really like the one with uh, him killing Yaddle. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that is very good. That's a good episode. Especially because it has like him meeting Qui-Gon and being like, you talk about your fucking apprentice so much. It'd be good to meet him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Qui-Gon's like, yeah, cool. Because that's like Qui-Gon's about to go back to Naboo, isn't he? Yes. Yes, he also is. Also kind of weird that he's never met Obi-Wan. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, how long has he been around? <laughs> or maybe maybe Dooku's been busy. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I, just a show? or It's not forgettable, is it? It's not forgettable, but it didn't leave a lasting impact. So I'd, I'd say it's just a show. It's very yeah. good, don't get me wrong. It's very interesting to watch, but like... I've not thought about it at all since I watched it until today. Like, I think about that final bit with Ahsoka and the, the weird Inquisitor guy like a lot. Like when she just kills it with its own lightsaber, doesn't she? Yeah, that was good. That was cool. And it's like that's a cool moment. Um, cool. That brings us to um, one that I don't think we're gonna have too many uh, arguments about where the placement of this one. Go on. Um, but it's Andor. Best show ever. No, it's best show ever. Yeah. It's it's for a show that when they announced it, I was like, why are they doing that? We know what's going to happen to this character. <laughs> I've I I cannot stress how fucking good that show is. That series one is. It's the prison arc. Those three episodes. I think it's, is it free? I'm pretty sure it's free. Um, yeah, because it's um. I think is it is it ten episodes overall? Yes, you have twelve. You have the three episodes at the start, and then yeah, you I was have... say because it's like it's like a couple of three episode arcs, and then there's uh the last two? couple of episodes. So I think so it's, might, it's might twelve episodes in total. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, three episodes in the prison, and then it's the last two episodes. Yeah, because that prison arc is some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. It's stupidly good. Oh, yeah, because there's um, the episode where he gets uh, where he gets um, there's the episode where he gets arrested is a separate one. Yeah. Like, that's like a standalone sort of episode, it feels like. Yeah, 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 because he goes back home um, first. Y- yeah. But yeah, it's it's weird as well. The only thing, the only bad thing about it is the thir- first three episode arc isn't the best, and it also has a plot point that gets ha- just just gets dropped. What plot point's that? His sister. Oh yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot he had a sister. The fact that he has a sister that just gets completely dropped. Like, and that's not even a oh they just they they just set that up for no reason and that was done. No, they actually apparently they just dropped that because they were like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So they, that's why I think that's probably why they have that scene where um, Aunt Petunia says to him, uh, "Stop <laughs> looking for your sister." <laughs> Sorry, it's the fact you called Aunt Petunia. I know that's her name from Harry Potter, but it just it fucking threw me. <laughs> I know that's really her name me. from Harry Potter. <laughs> it really threw me for a sec. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's super strong. It's again for a show that, in essence, you know you know what's going to happen to the main character, so you know he's always safe. It's it's so well done. It's so well put together. Well, um, you, you know he's always safe, but like everything he has to, he goes through in this is like fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it's but it's so... good. It's good. Be- it's good because like I've, it's weird because you know he ends up in the rebellion, but it's the it's his journey to deciding to join. Like with um, oh, what's his, uh, what's the character's fucking name? <laughs> Luther something. Luthen, Luthen Rail, Luthen Rail. Yeah, uh, Luthen. Yeah, just Luthen is easier. But like, oh, and it's also I love that. Like, I mean. I think I remember um, one of the Weekly Planet people talking about the moment where it's just like, there's like this really intense moment where where, where, just, where Alexander Skarsgård puts on a wig and it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's a funny way to say it, but it is true. But it's like a really good, like, part of his character that he is, that he's living these different lives. Like... I'm out there recruiting people towards this for this cause, doing all this work for this cause. But then I'm going back to Coruscant and I'm pretending I'm just an art dealer. Oh shit! Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, and that's like that's that's a really interesting moment where you see him just turn into this other person. Yeah. I also I really love the stuff with um Mon Mothma. Yeah, she goes through quite a lot of shit in this as well, doesn't she? Fucking hell. Yeah. Um. And Genevieve O'Reilly is really good as as um, Mon Mothma as well. Um, I really love the uh, little arc, the little um, the first arc with the the the, fir- the second arc, the second three episodes. <laughs> oh, what with the the eye or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, that's really good as well. Like, I like the, I the like really the cool. I like the three like... episode arc structures they were doing. Yeah, I like that character uh, Nemec, the one who has this manifesto. Yep. Gets crushed by all the gold. Yeah, and it is funny because like all of them except for except for him and one other guy die, and one other girl and the the other the the, no the two women both of them yeah. Um, and he just kills that guy because he's like, oh, we could just run away with the gold, you know? We just run away with this, just you and me, you know? And I was like, fuck you. And I was like, no. And that's like sort of like because he does he's in it for himself as far as he's concerned, like himself and his and his mother. Yeah. Like and the people like he cares for back in his in his at his home, which is 
basically ruined because <laughs> of him from his actions. Yeah. Um, but it's like, and it's in that moment where he sort of he does know that he does sort of realize there's more to it than just, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. No, I completely get you. I think, I think, it's all down to the writing as well. It's so, it's so oh, it's, yeah, it's well written, and I think the fact they've said it's only two seasons, the fact they've already got this kind of it planned out, I think is what works for it. Um, it doesn't leave you hanging for too long. It kind of gives you information along the way. Um, yeah, it's just really well, really, really good. Uh, and it was something that I wasn't sure when I first went into it that I was going to like. And I came out of it going, holy shit, that was amazing. Yeah, I think um, that's one of the um, most interesting parts of this entire show is that it is something that... It's a character from a spin-off movie that like is a character we know dies. Yeah, so put it, put, like, I mean, put it this way. it's When it was first announced, I was one of the people going, it's not needed. It's just, We don't need this show. We, we could have shows no. that are set afterwards that are furthering on the story. But they've made it so that, that, like you said, it's not the fact he joins the rebellion; it's how he gets to that point, and you see everything he goes through. So now, when like I watched that season one of the show, and then I went back and watched Rogue One, and I had more appreciation for his character because I knew everything he had gone through. Um, yeah, it's fucking. Oh god, it's so good. It's just so good. And then I love the um the final like the the post credit shot. Where it's the the thing the the thing that he they were building the because at one point they're like oh what were we even building here when they're in the prison and the thing they're building the whole time is the literally the thing that kills him. Yeah, that's quite a yeah that was quite a cool moment as well. And I also I love it. Um, what was the um, what was the joke? It was like um, those two those two guards on that planet like deciding to rough up Andor is the beginning of the domino effect that leads to the Death Star being destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. And it's so funny. <laughs> so yeah, I think I well, think we're in agreement this is this is best show ever. Hands down. Best show ever, one of the best Star Wars things ever. <laughs> so fucking good. So fucking I good. Love Andor so much. Like it's it's the journey of the show like the first three episodes you are left like now you know what this is interesting this is going this is interesting it's not like amazing but it's interesting yeah and then you're like oh oh this is this is going more places it's like oh this has really got some interesting more interesting visual stuff and you're like oh all this chorus and stuff is really cool and then you're like, oh, he's in prison now. Oh, no, this is the best arc. <laughs> this is one of the best parts of Star Wars I've ever fucking seen. That fucking... That moment when they're all just, like, breaking out. Oh, so good. I can't swim. Oh, Apparently no. Apparently he's coming back for season two, though. I bet he does. He probably will. It's a, that's kind of annoying. I would have I would have liked to I just don't know what happens him. to him. Yeah. Um, But... I do like that, and also the fun thing that I didn't realize. Well, I don't think I think I don't know if any of us really realized it. People did, obviously, but I didn't realize it. Is that one of the guys he's in prison with, and the guy he escapes with is in Rogue One? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I realized that. I realized it. I remember watching that last episode. Where they say goodbye to each other, and I was like, I really fucking yeah. recognize him. So I looked it up on Wikipedia. And I was like, oh shit, it's him. Yeah, I didn't recognize. Yeah, I didn't recognize him. I just saw it, someone say it online, being like, oh, that I didn't realize until now. This guy's in Rogue One, and he's like there in the final. He's at the final battle as well, like the Rogue One. Fun fact: he's all he was also in Holby City. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also got that actor who um, 
shows up the guy he kills after the um the the heist is the he shows up he's in um the bear yes he is yeah, yeah. and he's also linked with but probably not going who knows but he's linked with being um what's it called the thing yeah fantastic four cannot remember the actor's name there it is e- ebon moss backrack yeah what a name that's a fucking great name but, um, but yeah, <laughs> and he showed up in some other things. I think he's oh yeah, that's it. He's also in the Punisher, isn't he? He's micro. <laughs> yes, he's in first season. Yeah, I really like. I really like him, and um, I really like Punisher. Let's. I will talk about that someday. But I really like Punisher. Totally. Sure. Uh, so yeah, that's. Uh, oh, sorry, we've got one more show left after this. <laughs> the last show. Let's do it. The last show. The most recent show as of this recording. Uh, Ahsoka. I think. I think. It's forgettable, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's like no. some really stand-up moments, some stand-up episodes. It's episode 5. I'll try and speak about this spoiler-free for now, just because... No, don't. Don't. You can no? say spoilers. Oh, is say that spoilers. Right? Oh, Okay, sweet. Because this is... It's going to... Because I don't... We've have, I don't want to have... One, I don't want us to be dating these episodes too much. Two, it's not going to be out for a bit. Okay, sweet. Um, episode 5... Uh, with Anakin again in the war- in the world between worlds is probably my favourite episode. I think it had some really strong moments, some really strong imagery as well. Some of the shots in that episode was fucking brilliant. I think I think you can watch the Ahsoka series without having seen Rebels. However, it helps a lot if you have seen Rebels. So I know someone at work. I yeah my my personal experience from it has been I think if you watch you need to watch Clone Wars and Rebels to really appreciate Ahsoka yeah because this character this version of Ahsoka is so different to what you get in in Clone Wars closer to Rebels version but it's so different to what you get of her in Clone Wars and not in a bad way I think in an evolution way but I think you don't you need the context of her in Clone Wars she's especially towards the end She's very stoic in the first four episodes. She's very glum. <laughs> I think is the best way. Not because of Rosario Dawson at all. She's fantastic. Like she's so good. But but I think I think that was something I was struggling to gel with a little bit at the start. But I got a friend in work who's never seen Rebels and watched this and still really, really enjoyed it. But then he kind of one of his yeah. takeaways was um I think I would have benefited more if I had seen Rebels, because it is, it is basically a sequel to Rebels, it just, it is, um, but yeah, some of the stuff it does, it does so bloody well, like episode 5, Thrawn, Ezra, um, Sabine's great, even though, for some reason in this series, she can't shoot for shit, she's really good in, in Rebels, she's always hitting the mark, and in this, she's always like, losing a blaster, or, um, whatever, but she, her, the actress, I don't know the actress's name, but her as Sabine is great, she was so good, um, and Natasha Lou, Lee, Leo Bordizzo. Cool. Um, is her name? Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Hera was great. Seeing Chopper She's fine. Again. I think there's there's not enough there's not enough of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. No. One of my one of my one of my not gripes. One of the things I was like, oh, that's a shame, is that we never saw Zeb, or even heard about. We heard about him. We knew what he was doing. But even like in a but we saw we see Zeb form, in we see him in fucking Mandalorian season three. But yeah. like. No, but that's the point. Like, like it's weird the... that yeah, no, it is weird that he doesn't show up here. A friend of mine was saying like, you know, the bit um, where Hera's having kind of like the court uh, hearing, and um, you have Carson come in to stand with Chopper 
you mm. would fall you like you was someone he was like you could even have Zeb there. You could have Zeb in that bit, have a couple of lines, just so he's there because it is it's so much yeah. a Rebel sequel. I don't mind him not just showing up for the sake of it, like because he's yeah. obviously doing something else in the universe. Like, like it's like oh, and this is it's been a fair few years since you know they were all together as a whole crew. Yeah, of course. So we don't know like what's changed in that time, and it's like yeah, no, I think it's sort of. I'm fine with him not just showing up for the sake of it. It would have been cool if there was a reason for him to show up. Yeah. Um, and if we could have, but then it's one of those things that like, it would have been nice to be able to have seen them all together again. Something we didn't get in like the sequel trilogy as well. We didn't get to see all of them together. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. Um, what did you think of the show in general? I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I think it's. I don't think it's great. Like, I don't think it's amazing. I don't think it's like the best Star Wars show. But it's no. like. It's and it's the opposite end of the spectrum to what Andor is like, in a not in a bad way, not in like oh it's the opposite, it's the worst Star Wars. I mean, it's on the opposite side. Like Andor is like really interesting storytelling, yeah. And then Ahsoka is like this is like some of the best like of the sort of myth more mythical side of Star Wars. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like this, and it definitely, I think. When Filoni's doing that kind of stuff with it, yeah, he's obviously taking in influ- influences from other places, um, and stuff like not in a bad way, but like he's obviously in- influenced by a lot of different media. Yeah, but it's still interesting, and it's still like that. It's just a very different side of Star Wars that we don't always get to see. Yeah, I'd agree. And it's a and it's sort of a side of Star Wars we've only really seen in animation. Yeah, the way it's done in like Ahsoka, and yeah, I really love the use of Anakin. Like, yeah, that episode like, was perfect. Like, yeah, to the point where it's like Hayden Christensen is back as Anakin Skywalker, and it's like now I'm like I'd love to just keep seeing more of Hayden Christensen as Anakin. Now. Oh, I want to see loads more of him. I fucking love but, like. Him. I don't also don't want it to just. I don't want us to be inundated with him because like he's getting older, and obviously Anakin only had a has a certain lifespan. <laughs> yeah, like he becomes Darth Vader at twenty two. <laughs> And here we have Hayden Christensen playing playing him while being forty two. Fucking hell. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it's really well done. I think episode five for me was the strongest episode. I think the finale I enjoyed. I liked the finale, but I, it was a bit too predictable for me, but that might be my fault reading somewhat. too much into it and stuff. But huh? not completely. But not yeah, completely, but like mean. It was a little underwhelming. Not in a like. I don't think it's the show's fault necessarily, but like because it was so good for me and it was getting stronger and stronger and stronger, it needed to have a finale that absolutely knocks it out of the park, and it just yeah. didn't. Uh, but I don't. I also, I, yeah. I was, this is something we could talk about more in um, just an episode. Maybe if we wanted to uh, devote an episode to talking just about Ahsoka at some point in the future. Yeah. Uh, the show. Um it's like there are so many directions it can kind of go in now like in terms of there are two different directions it could go like it can split off like we've got um you know we've got Ahsoka and Sabine and um Shin now trapped and obviously Balin Skull um which we'll talk about who we'll talk about in a minute yeah. um like they're trapped in this other galaxy which it's pos- it's likely they can come back obviously I mean I I mean I assume but they will. 
I assume they probably will for something, but I also like the idea of like there is this entire other side of Star Wars now where they can it can grow. It can become something completely different. Yeah. And like we can allow creators to explore completely different stories away from the main like Skywalker story. Kind of a bit in a it sounds really silly, but like um Star Trek with the with the three new films, it was like the Kelvin timeline that they could do their own thing which wasn't influenced or affected the kind of main show yeah. or the main story. So yeah, I can see that. A bit, yeah, a bit similar, but a bit different in terms of they're actually they're obviously all the same characters. Like no, yeah, they're all, sorry, they're all the same characters, but in terms of um, like you said, they can now do story. They can do different. They can have like the story. Th- yeah, like yeah. Ahsoka and um, Sabine never have to come back to the main Star Wars time like galaxy if they don't if they don't want them to. They can be a part of this other galaxy that, and there's more stories to tell because galaxies are huge. <laughs> Oh yeah. So like, and you can then it's like it's also a good way to, if they wanted to direct Star Wars, they could completely like turn it and be like, no, this is actually where we're gonna go now. Like, not saying they will, obviously, because we're gonna get like we've got like the the upcoming movie that's gonna be focusing bringing Ray back. Yeah. We've got things like that. So with like, there's still a timeline happening. Like, there's but there's so much. There is still so much possibility. Um. Yeah. And I like I don't I like the direction. It, I don't like I didn't like it initial. I don't think as the initial decision be like are they just going to trap them there now? <laughs> um, I like how it sort of happens. How Thrawn is sort of like saying to her, she's like making a Soka be that like, realizes like you you could who who knows maybe you'll turn out like your master. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <coughs> but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just very it's very interesting direction um i just feel like the action in the show wasn't all that but it's fine i think i think um, for, i think for me i would put it in unmissable i think it no I'm, yeah i'm not gonna i wouldn't argue with that i put it in unmissable too okay because i think yeah yeah i think yeah so I I've, think really, it was... I've really liked it I really enjoyed it, yeah. I was really excited for it week to week. Um, I was sad when it finished. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> nice. But yeah, and also, it's a shame, because they're clear, we're clearly trying to go somewhere with that character, but um, obviously Ray Stevenson, he's good. He's really good as Balin Skull. I wouldn't say amazing, because there's not a lot there is a very a lot of stoicism yeah and staring around and just saying things but like for what he was given he he's still very good in the role and i think he captured the role really well and then his to be fair his action sequences are really good yes yeah 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 like when he that fight with ahsoka i found his in his character probably the most interesting in terms of i want to know more about i wanted to know more about him i wanted to learn more about him he he played the character for what he was given. He's played the character, like you said, very, very well. And um, yeah, and we will learn more about we will learn more about Balin Skull because I don't think they're gonna. They, I don't think they'll turn around and be like, "Oh, he just died off screen." No, they will probably recast. Um, they will recast him, and I, I, the, I think the the biggest shame about the character is that it's not Ray Stevenson we're gonna see anymore. Like, yeah. because he was very good in this role, and it's like this. It, it's a, it is it's a shame that we won't get to see him continue in the role, and it's also um, a shame that he obviously didn't get to see um, how much people loved of, his character. Yeah, 
It's, it's also a shame that he died. <laughs> obviously, obviously, yeah. But that goes without saying, like... Um, but yeah, he's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I think the character... I, I find, it's so funny that everyone's like, oh yeah, we all love Shin. It's, I think most people are just attracted to her, and that's it. <laughs> I wasn't really bothered about Shin. I, I, think I, she's, I, I think she's another interesting character. Yeah, but, but potential found... more more because of the potential rather than yeah. the what we have. I found Balin more interesting. I wanted yes. more scenes with him than I wanted more with Shin. Nothing against like the actress who plays her or anything like that. It was just no. I think she was still. She, I think was, still she was still good. Still great, but Balin was for me the more interesting character. Yeah. No, I mean that's the go. That goes without saying. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's something I would, I almost tweeted it. But I didn't. <laughs> Um, the moment where C-3PO shows up, everyone acts like they're like... The reaction that everybody in the room has when they see yeah. C-3PO is almost like, oh my god, that's C-3PO from Star Wars. Yeah, it is a little bit, isn't it? That is how that scene felt to me. Like, when Moth Mothma sees him, she's like, C-3PO! And it's like... And it feels like everyone's going, oh my god, is that is that C-3PO from Star Wars? Yeah, it should've, <laughs> they should have been like, oh look, it's free. Like, you shouldn't have made that big a deal with it. Like I get that it's like oh that means that means layers involved like I get that sort of part of it but it's like the way the scene plays <laughs> it makes it act like everyone's reacting to the fact that it's C3PO from Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But other than that like I didn't mind I didn't mind him showing up. I was like oh shit C3PO. <laughs> my reaction was oh my god that's C3PO from Star Wars. <laughs> <sighs> I like the use of uh, Night Sisters. One of the Night Sisters is um, Claudia Black, who was obviously um, in Uncharted and The Last of Us. Yep, yep. Um, not not the movies. The um... <laughs> I think she's actually passed away now. I think she Claudia passed Black. Away. Wait, am I thinking? Who am I thinking of? It's not. No, Claudia Black's still alive. She was no, just in sorry. Ahsoka. Sorry, I'm thinking of someone. <laughs> she else played Chloe in... in um. She played Chloe in Uncharted. Yeah, I'm thinking of someone else. Ignore me. And then she's she is also in um Last of Us, right? Yes. Is she? Yes. When did Last of Us come out? Oh god, what the game? Uh, two thousand eleven. I don't know. I thought she was. She's not apparently. Oh. Why did I think she was? So did I. I'm looking at the video games now, and it says she, it doesn't have Last of Us here anywhere. I thought she was. Oh, oh well. She's Chloe Fraser though. She got a whole game. Herself. She did. She good did. game. Good yeah, game. it was. It was alright. I like Lost Legacy. It is good. She's also in Wolfenstein too. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not the one we played. No, I knew it wasn't. We played the weird sequel one. The 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 the, the twins. Oh yes, we did. <laughs> Which a lot of people didn't like, but I thought it was fine. Anyway, yeah, Ahsoka, it was good. It's uh, unmissable, and I like the idea now that like we've got some Thrawny stuff to come and happen. Obviously, um, Filoni is going to be doing this film. Yeah, very exciting. Looking forward and to seeing what And then there can also does. be an Ah, and, and a potential Ahsoka season two would follow. Uh, yes. Whatever's going on with Balin and Ahsoka, and Sabine trapped in this other galaxy. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, no, it's very exciting. But yeah. Star Wars is interesting, and it continues to be interesting. There's so much Star Wars now. We love a Star War. 
love to think that for for years, as far as we were concerned, there was just the six movies and the one animated show, <laughs> and then it's like there's so much now. Yeah, there's shit loads, really. It's too much Star Wars. There's too much. No, I'm joking. No, nah, there's not, never too much. It's not that much. What's the next Star Wars thing? Um, is it Andor season two or I is it, it uh, Bad Batch season three? Oh no, it might be um, Skeleton Crew. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might yeah. be that. Yeah. <laughs> well, probably they'll probably re- they'll probably say D twenty three. What um, the next one's coming out is going to be D twenty three. But we're getting more movies. We've got Untitled New Jedi Order film. We've got Untitled Dawn of the Jedi film. We've got Untitled New Republic film. We've got Lando. Which is apparently a film now. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. We've got untitled Star Wars film from Taika Waititi. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. Why is Rogue Squadron still on it? <laughs> that's never going to happen. And we've got untitled Star Wars film from Sean Levy. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, we've still got other potential projects. Untitled Ryan Johnson trilogy. <laughs> There's so much untitled stuff. Fucking hell. We've still got Untitled David... Why is Untitled David Benioff and D.B. Weiss trilogy still there? That's n- they've already cancelled that. It says Kennedy stated that the studio is open to working with the duo and developing their films once their schedule allows it, but that's from 2019. Yeah. Anyway, there's Untitled Kevin Feige film, which I don't think is probably, probably not going to happen now. Yeah. Uh, Untitled... J.D. Dillard's no longer doing his film. A droid story. Oh, yeah, I remember that being talked about. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's Star Wars stuff upcoming, and what about shows? There's uh... Skeleton there's Crew, any... Andor season two, um, Tales of the Jedi season two. They've already confirmed. Um, yeah. What else was there? Is there going to be a Vision series three? Most likely. Uh... I don't know if they've confirmed it or anything. What else? I'm sure there'll be other stuff that they'll they'll announce in due course. List of Star Wars television series. Um, well, I said Venom for a second. It was Visions. <laughs> Star Wars. Ven- oh, the Acolyte. Oh shit! Of course, the Acolyte. Acolyte's one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, really excited for that. It's got Amanda Stenberg, who I found out yesterday is in the Hunger Games because I was watching the Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, nice. I've never seen it before. Did you enjoy it? I actually did. Good. I'm going to watch all of them because also they're doing it for Caravan of Garbage. So. Oh, I might have to rewatch them then. And also because I think the trailer for the new one looks good. It does actually. Yeah, it does. It gets me pretty hype even though I don't care. I've never seen any of the Hunger Games films until now. So I was like, this is a pretty hype trailer. Yeah, it's very well done. Um... But anyway, that is uh, the Star Wars shows. Uh, if Let's uh, do a rundown of the show. I've already told you the films, but let's do a rundown of where the shows are. Uh, from bottom to top, we have Haven't Watched, is a new, the, the introduction to the Haven't Watched tier, uh, which is Forces of Destiny and Resistance. Um, we don't have any worse shows. We don't have any forgettable shows. Um, but we have three just four Justice shows, sorry. We have the original animated Clone Wars. We have Bad Batch, we have Book of Boba Fett, and we have Obi-Wan. No, we don't. Sorry, that's just because the writing sort of joined into that. We have Tales of the Jedi. Yep. In This is Pretty Good, actually, we have The Mandalorian, Visions, Season 1 specifically, and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, 
in Unmissable, we have Clone Wars uh, 2008, we have Rebels, we have Ahsoka, and best show ever, on its own, we have Andor. Da, 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 da. Which means, as far as we're concerned, we put Andor on the same level as A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, and Revenge of the Sith. Damn right. Crazy. Because it's what why. it deserves. <laughs> Damn right. No, it is. It's one of the best Star Wars. I like the Star Wars. We love a Star Wars, but the question is, do you love a Star Wars? Not you. Yeah, what do you, to what the would you do? How would you rank everything? Please let us know. We'd love to hear your suggestions. Um, you never know. It might be read out on a future episode, but we love hearing from you anyway. We are Two Random Nerds on Instagram. From there, you will find all the links. You'll find everything you need to know. We put updates there. Um, so... That's like our main hub of information, as you will. Um, if you are on Spotify, you can leave up to five stars. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave up to five stars and also a nice review. We we love a good review. Um, and then obviously other podcast uh, choices or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't know what their kind of review system is because I only use Apple Podcasts. But I think Google's getting rid of its podcast thing. That's a shame. By this um, point, it might have already got rid of it. And we have this recording is at two hours and twenty two minutes. We did talk for a good for hour. Me, just mine, for, a for mine, yeah, for mine's my recording is two hours and twenty two. Yeah, mine's two twenty two and forty four seconds. Oh wow! Um, but we did spend a good hour of just chatting. How is your recording longer than mine? I don't know. I I pressed start when you said you pressed start. I'd already pressed start. <laughs> fifty seven, fifty eight. 59 2 hours 23 that makes no sense how is it longer than mine I'm that, fucking... that's going to be that's going to be fun to sort out in the edit <laughs> I fucking know <laughs> oh um, my god that means something's happened something's gone wrong <laughs> uh but we've we've done we we did our sync stuff so we'll be we'll be all right don't panic don't panic um yeah i hope that that works out it works out so well all the other times um anyway <laughs> what's yours at mine's at 223 just now Oh, your recording is longer than mine, which doesn't make any sense. Hmm. So it looks like I'm about thirty seconds ahead. Yeah, which means okay. somewhere in it, my recording slowed down. But as long as we know it's thirty seconds ahead, then we'll or be able to sort it out in the edit. Bed up. I don't know how it works. Anyway, it's done. Is this bit staying it's... in? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, Fair. It's the end of the episode. We said everything we need to say. Uh, we don't know what we're talking about next time you hear us because we've not thought that far ahead yet. No, we um, haven't. Probably Doctor Who again, but who knows? Who knows? We're gonna um, we're gonna do talk about um, I'm trying to look for some look for something in my room. We're gonna talk about polar bears. Um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>